right. We're live. Live? Yeah. All right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another beautiful Saturday morning with the Grown Woman Gaming Podcast. Today we have a special guest, Mr. Jay Fonzarelli. Hello to all the folks all right. out there watching. What's up, everybody? Good to be here. I'm glad you guys uh, invited me. Thank you. I appreciate oh, yeah, no it. Of course. No problem. Yeah, we're going to have to like make sure we do it again. Although, uh, I don't know why it took so long, right? <laughs> hey, it, it, it happens. Right. Better late than never, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I was going to say, so we're going to start with just, you know, the normal, what have you been playing? So everybody will talk about what we've been playing. And then we'll do um, a quick, you know, a little interview with um, Fonz. And then we'll get into the E3 stuff that we had going on this week. So I hope everyone is ready. And yeah. So um, we'll start with Fonz. What have you been playing this week? Oh, and introduce yourself, I guess, to everyone. Oh, uh, I'm uh, Fonz or Jay Fonz, really. Uh, my my YouTube channel is Fonz Really Gaming. Um, uh, basically, lately I've been playing a lot of Mass Effect, the Legendary Edition. I, I beat the first one, and I'm in the middle of the second yes. game now, Mass Effect mm -hmm. Two, and uh, loving it all over again. It's yeah, the go. That, that nostalgia, right? Yeah, yeah. I tried it. You still hate it, Boogie? <laughs> I don't know. It's not. It's, it's not, not speaking me. to you, huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, it's not. Mm. Oh, it's like that. <laughs> and you tried. I mean, I, I played like two hours, I think, two and a half hours, maybe. And it's just like, I don't know. It never mm. happens. I keep telling you guys, like, when I go back and play these old games, it just doesn't work. Oh, I feel bad now. All right. You owe me $60. Oh, oh dang. It's like that. I know, right? It's like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, was that it that you've been playing pretty much, Fonz, or anything else that you've been getting? Yeah. Uh, lately, it's just Mass Effect. Okay. All right. Uh, what about you, Sharice? What you been playing? I have... I haven't been playing much of anything because work is getting me all behind, but I did finish the event in Genshin Impact. Um, now I just got finished collecting a few items, but other than that, it's been a slow week. I hope to, hope to get on Destiny sometime today. Sometime. Okay. Yeah, me too. I'm hoping. We're in the middle of a move though, uh, so we'll see how that works out. But uh, all right, Delilah, what have you been playing this week? Oh, man, games. Yeah. No, I'm just. Mm -hmm. I've been playing like a lot of the demos that released during um during the E3 Bethesda, I'm, mm -hmm. uh, the Xbox Bethesda joint. So I've been playing a little bit of Tunic. Um, that was pretty fun. Um, I actually went back to to Scarlet Nexus, which is coming out next week. Again? Man, that game. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, you are on it. I can't man. wait. I, I can't still, wait. I still haven't started it, but you are like, yeah, it's good. Um, you should it's, try. It's really good. Um. Let's see what else. Uh, Psychonauts. I met this one boss that I can't. The, the the boss on the theater. Like I'm stuck on him. I can't remember what I did last time when when, when I played the game years ago, but I can't even get a single lick on him. So I gotta probably look up a tutorial or something on how to how to, to get past that. But Psychonauts, the first one, just prepping myself for the second game. Uh, let's see what else. What else? Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. Other stuff is like random mobile space games that no one really talked about much, but yeah. Well, I mean, they count. They so, count. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, lady, what have you been playing this week? Um, I've been playing a few games this week. Um, Can't I hear you. Oh, I said I played a few games this week. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I didn't play Call of Duty this week. I'm proud of that. Mm. No, no, you say you didn't play Call of Duty? Right. I lied. Right. I'm lying right now. I, on Tuesday, I played Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's like, why are you proud of that? Because it's the Call of Duty challenge. So um, if anybody doesn't know that the Call of Duty challenge that, um, that I'm doing is playing every campaign from a Call of Duty franchise series as a whole as a unit. Mm-hmm. So there's 17 campaigns and I'm on campaign 16. We just started with Call of Duty 2. At least I can run and it's it's not as bad as Call of Duty 3. And then um also I've been on Fallout 76. I don't know what made me go E3? in. I'm sorry, what? You don't know what made you. I'm like E3? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Them dangling out some new DLC to you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, they put out a a trailer for the pit expansion. Yeah. If you're if uh, if I got that was one of the things I, I got hyped for at E3. Um if you're a Fallout fan, you already know what the pit is. Um so oh, I explain uh, to, to the folks who don't know. The pit is a DLC on Fallout 3. It depicts that uh it's the most aggressive, the most I would say disturbing um, DLC because they got it's a it's actually Pittsburgh after the bombs dropped and it turned into a big steel mill town and they got mutants there and things that are not pleasant I would say, but um they have a not mission. pleasant yeah I'm I'm saying it in the best way possible, um but it's a good DLC, so in, I'm thinking in the back of my mind like if in order for me to get ready for the pit is to go back and play the game. So okay. this is what I do. I so we back. are in your house, right? Yeah, my house right. is good. My hood is is done but two beds and a, a trunk and a vault <laughs> lady. <laughs> the door don't even got glass on it. But I do have a field of, you know, I got my resources, I got water and I got lights in there. But now I'm getting back into the rhythm of playing Fallout 76 and it's so different now with all the new updates. So I really underestimated how big Fallout 76 was. That world is hella big. Hella big. Oh, yeah. uh, and they've been expanding it too. So it's Yeah, just, and they're uh, expanding it. So I just finished the Overseer's uh, storyline. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to get this treasure that's in this vault somewhere. And that takes you to a series of missions and so on and so forth. And so okay. on. Getting ready for well, that. Was it like we could like just jump in with you or do we have to do other stuff first? Before? You will have to play. You will have to finish the the main story the overseer storyline before you can be able to get in the vault even talk about getting in that vault to go okay. oh, wow. okay. he's the one that's going to tell you Good about it yeah she's the one that's going to tell you about it let me see we play sea of thieves on thursday mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. how was that how was that man that was horrible man i couldn't drive nothing I couldn't <laughs> drive. yeah like i'm like I, I was, trying I'm to i can't remember what was i doing i can't even remember what i was doing and all of a sudden lady is like uh i think i was downstairs and I think I was probably really like AFK, like doing something else on my computer. Cause you know, we're just sailing. So it's like, so, yeah, you can just relax. Yeah. All of a sudden she's like, the boat is on fire. The boat is on fire. <laughs> I come upstairs, the boat is on fire. How? What, she, what happened? You hit and something? She drive, she's like driving into a volcano. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Great. you okay. need a volcano erupting as you getting close to it. Okay, you know, I did purpose. You had to do that on purpose. No, you know, no, you I missed a whole volcano. <laughs> First of all, I didn't that first of all to get it right. I was not next to the volcano. I was still in the water. The the eruption hit
hit the boat twice. That means I was trying to defer myself to, you know, further away from the actual land, but I was just too close. That's my bad. I don't have a problem admitting that. I'll take that L, but see a thieves is fun. Right, surprisingly fun. Also catching up on it for the future expansion of that game as well. 22nd, by the way. I'm telling you, I really enjoyed yeah. that game. I know it's like just in a couple of days here. It's so crazy that they like it. Yeah. Well, let's let's look. We're yeah, yeah. We guess that's true, Mister. Go ahead. Push back. Push back. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. Uh, so for me, uh, it's been it will be the show. Um, I was supposed to get on some Destiny, but um, just been working and trying to get my house packed up. So I mean, I'm just not really feeling playing. But then I played Sea of Thieves with Lady, and uh, shout out to Jizzle because uh, he definitely just tells us what to do. <laughs> is like you know is he, is he a pirate legend yes he is okay. already he's trying to get us up but see like this last weekend wasn't double xp so we didn't get as high as we did last time but yeah. um, still he basically just does all the shit he's like here come do this come stand here come <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and, uh, so I'm like, all right let me do whatever he's telling mm-hmm. me to do exactly um yeah all right cool so let's get into our guest interview um so Bonds, how long have you been on the gaming scene and what got you into it? Oh, man. <laughs> I've been playing games since 1982. Um, oh. That's as far back hmm. as I can remember on the Atari right, 2600. Right, look at Therese. <laughs> Yay. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah, 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 we can hear, yeah, you. We can hear you. She's like surprised, right. I guess. I am. I so, am. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm an old one. Uh, so, yeah, I, I've been playing since then. Uh, started with Pac-Man, um, you know, w- throughout the generations, my parents would, you know, buy the latest console for me and my brothers. And then as time progressed, I got to be an adult. I bought them myself. And uh, yeah, I, I, I've just loved gaming all my life. There was only uh, one point in time where I stopped gaming completely for about eight months. Uh, I was going through some heavy depression and stuff. And uh, actually what got me back into gaming, surprisingly, was Xbox with the OG Xbox. Halo. Halo brought me back to gaming. Like, I didn't care about gaming for that eight months, and I I thought I was completely done with it. And then I saw, you know, this game coming out, Halo, and this new Xbox, and I was like, man, I'm going to pick this up. So I bought it, and I was just all in. Like, a lot of people tell me now, like, you know, that Halo Combat Evolved didn't have a great story or whatever. I was immersed back then. Like, it it, it was great to me. And, I, you know, I've been replaying it lately, too. And I got to say, like, you know, all those memories come flooding back, uh, you know, when you play some of these old games and stuff. And uh, Halo Combat Evolved is still in my top five. It's it's just one yeah, of those games too. that will never be pushed out. Too. So, yeah, yeah I've been gaming a while. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, like, I think I mentioned this on a previous show of ours. It's like how Halo Combat Evolved told a story. You know, did all these little cool things, whether it was telling a story through... Cartanas and, and Chiefs back and forth, or do like you remember one of the most uh, fondest memories of that game is when you look at the feed from the dude had, who had the helmet, and you try to you see what happened to the soldier that died, and how it shows you like clips of the flood, and that's one that's to me that's one of the coolest way to tell a story, uh, and Combat Evolved had like had, had elements of like of that and stuff. It was dope. Sure. And then within this community, like this gaming community, uh, I started. Uh, making videos and stuff back in 2015 um, on one channel back then. And I was doing a lot of social commentary and gaming stuff. One thing you don't want to do is mix 
things like social commentary, political stuff, and gaming. It does oh, not wow. work. My channel <laughs> di didn't go nowhere, and I got nothing but trolls in there. You know, just, mm -hmm. just crazy people. Literally crazy people. Mm -hmm. Wow, um, that's an interesting mix. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause, you know, anything that would come up in the news or whatever, I'd talk about it, you know, because I am interested in things outside of gaming as well. But, man, it's like they don't mix. So then I tried the straight gaming channel and you, you know, my old gaming channel I had for a while, uh, got rid of that one, started a whole new one and uh, kind of rebranded even this one, Defon's Really Gaming. But uh, yeah, this community has been awesome. Uh, I've been, you know, I've made friends on both sides of the community when it comes to PlayStation guys, Xbox guys. But I have to say at the end of the day, the Xbox folks have been more welcoming than anybody. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, it, it, it's weird, but it's true. It's, uh, I, I got to put that out there. Like the Xbox folks are, are just a different breed. And I don't know if it's because um, of what Xbox has cultivated within their fan base, especially with doing things all the time for their fans, like, you know, FanFest and things like that. I, I think that has a lot to do with it. The fact that Xbox does reach out to their fans and stuff. I think, you know, there's a syndrome there with some PlayStation folks that unfortunately it's like, uh, you know, uh, daddy and mommy don't talk to me, you know, like, like <laughs> it's, it's just funny to me that, but it is, it's the truth, man. The Xbox folks are way more welcoming. Um, sure. There's a few people out there who, you know, don't really talk to me or have blocked me on the, on this side, but you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, gaming is about just community and, and, and gaming with each other and stuff. I love the fact that, you know, with the, you know, back when I started, we were couch co-oping. You remember those days. I'm sure all of you do. And now that we can get online, play with each other. I played with Infamous before, with El Boogie before, just very few times. But when I did, I was, you know, it, it was a great time. And we always have great times with people online. So it's just one of those things where it's fun that we can do that, you know, and, and just, man, it, it, it's, it's awesome. And, uh, of course, Xbox was a big part of that, too. You know, the push to online. Yeah, Xbox Live. Um, yeah. 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 I was beta tester back then. Yeah, me too. Um, just great times. Yeah, I think they've done like a phenomenal job with like community. And I think that's what like drew yep. me in too, because I didn't play for a long time. I mean, I don't know, there's probably new people here, but I didn't play for a long time, you know, um, between I guess uh, high school and like uh, 25, I didn't really play. And then it wasn't until I got to the military and started making friends there. And then I guess really just growing up and feeling like it's okay to be a girl and play games. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh you know, then I started getting back into it and it was really the community that like drew me into, you know, Xbox because I really was more of a PlayStation person before, but they had just fostered such a, um, what do you want to say? Um, Inclusive. Welcoming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A welcoming community, you know, like everyone's welcome, you know, everybody plays, let's go, everybody play. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and that's something that I guess I get from the military too, you know, like we all one huge community, you know, whether you like this or I like that, you know, we all here for one mission. And that's what I feel about Xbox. We all here for one mission to enjoy games. That's it. So yeah, well said. Yeah. All right. So my other question I had for you was, uh, I mean, well, you've been here for, you know, like you said, from Atari. So you've seen all the different evolutions and changes. Yeah. What, <laughs> what would you like to see change in the industry? Today? Oh, um, honestly, uh, I've been thinking about this and uh, I, I would say that number one priority, uh, and this goes along with talking about online connectivity and everything. Mm -hmm. I wish, and I don't 
put this on the developers of all, but I mm -hmm. wish that publishing companies would give developers more time with their games oh, yeah. if needed. Ooh. Yeah. Um, because the amount of bugs that we're getting, especially today, um, yeah. I don't know a single game that has come out that has not been buggy outside of an in indie game, maybe, but a AAA game since, I don't know, the past couple of years, they've all had some bugs, whether it's on PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, doesn't matter. There's a lot of bugs out there. And that's the one thing I wish that they could have time to deal with, because I don't mind when developers, you know, delay a game when it comes to things like this. It, 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 take more time, take as right. much time as you need. Uh, we all saw what happened with Cyberpunk and CD Projekt Red, mm -hmm. and we don't need that kind of situation again. And, you know, they're self-published, so it's kind of their own fault. But at the end of the I mean, day, we, we need to stop that. Yeah, They're self-published, but at the same time, they're a uh, public IP. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So they have yeah, shareholders, yeah. So shareholders yeah. that they have to report to. They have to show, you know, at the end of a certain time frame that they have, you know, whatever to show for all this work, all this money that mm -hmm. they've spent. And I think that that's probably the biggest issue is that they need to be more honest about these yeah. timelines to their shareholders and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so that's I what that's I would what change. Yeah. Be more transparent. Mm -hmm. uh, pu publishers stop pushing, you know, these games to be out. And then, yep. you know, we'll patch it later sort of thing. That, uh, yeah. that yeah. needs to end. You know. yeah, that's what I was going to mention. It's like, we, unfortunately it's been sort of like a, we can, we can always patch it or we can just, we mm -hmm. need to like a ship first mentality then patch later, you know, it's, it's, mm -hmm. yeah. And you know, I was talking to Chris Grinnell who used to be a PlayStation uh, developer uh, mm -hmm. for 15 years or something. Anyway, wow. uh, he was telling me that that's pretty much what happens nowadays. It's like, you know, when you push a product out, um, there are things that they're very aware of that are, mm -hmm. that are happening within game but the publisher doesn't care. They're like, you know, you're gonna put this out on this date. You can always right. patch that later. Right. Um, and then there's things that arise that they never saw. And I, I can understand that and forgive that if things pop up later on and they patch it, that's fine. But a lot of these bugs are, are glaring and you know that this was probably seen before it was pushed out. That's the kind of stuff I want changed. Right. So I'm tired of being a beta tester at 60 bucks. <laughs> right, you know? right, 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 right. Yeah. Like I'm paying to test your game. Like, are you paying people to test your game anymore? You know, what's happening? Yeah. Uh, to get a discount. Right. Yeah, but no, they're going up on the games. So you're going to be paying more for the games, the beta tests. Yeah. Uh, Could so you I imagine you. like back in the Nintendo days, like the NES or Super Nintendo, they pu push out a cartridge that was buggy? Their right. game was ruined forever. Right, yeah. Which and that's like, why the quality was so much better back right. then because they, they checked everything, man. They, yeah. they made sure, the developers made sure that everything was good before it was pushed out. And the that's good old Nintendo they, seal of approval, basically. The little gold yeah, seal yeah. on all the cartridges. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys remember there was a time period, too, where the industry, we didn't know what was going to happen with it. I want to say it was like late 90s uh, where we didn't know what was going to happen with the industry because there were so many games coming out that were broken because they were just trying to push mm -hmm. stuff out. So it was really once we moved over from the format of, uh, you know, being able to patch later that really helped the industry. So I don't, yeah, I don't know what we can do to help that because that was basically one of the things that saved the industry was being able yeah. to patch later. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, that coincides with, you know, crunch and everything like that, mm -hmm. too. A lot of people complain yeah. about developer crunch. Um, it happens only because they give these dates yep. and the publishers put out these dates and they say, hey, OK, that, this is your timeline. If it's not ready by then, you're going to have to crunch there at the end and, and get this out. And 
you know, I, I just want them to be more flexible, you know, right. give the developers time. These developers work hard. Come yeah, on. Right. Yes. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's not an easy job to do. And especially if you're sitting there in front of computers all day and stuff, that's not easy. Yeah, and did you see that? Like, I guess uh, one of the devs spoke out and was like, you know, I'm tired of seeing all these content creators and stuff getting swag and you guys don't give the devs anything. Ooh, I think that oh, was wow. like really surprising to me that yeah. you aren't giving devs, like there are companies that aren't giving devs, you know, basically appreciation for all their hard work, and, you know, and then they're giving it to content creators. So I don't wow. know. I think there might be something uh us fans should probably call out when we see stuff like that because i mean you, you wouldn't even have the game you know like if it wasn't mm -hmm. for these people so i don't know it's kind of unfair to i know the voice actors and stuff it. to these games don't even get the game for free you know what i'm saying oh, <laughs> Yo, yeah. cool. i was listening oh, to an cool. interview of, uh, of at least one game um yeah. and the voice actors were talking about how they didn't even have a playstation or, or the game at all you know they're like i wish playstation would give me one you know and i'm like well, you're wow. one of the main characters why don't right. you have one <laughs> right wow. but, oh man yeah. it's crazy Jeez. okay yeah that is <laughs> well i wanted to ask you so and this will probably be a either a short or a long talk, but um, what, how do you really feel about, you know, all the fanboyism in the community and the whole mm. console war thing, you know, because I feel like I, for me personally, I definitely feel like I'm over it. You know, maybe when I first started a few years back, it was kind of fun, right? It was like, mm -hmm. you know, Xbox, PlayStation type of thing. But now I think it's just gotten out of hand. I think what happens in the community is that, uh, you hang around certain people that will rub off on you mm -hmm. and you will tend to do things that they do, especially mm -hmm. if you, uh, you know, foster a friend, real, you know, friendship, you feel like it's a real friendship with certain people and they may be trolling or something and you'll go along with it. I've been guilty of that as well mm -hmm. um, in the past and I'm totally over it now. Uh, yeah. It's it to me. Even when I see the memes and stuff now, I'm just I'm done. Like I, I don't I care about it. I don't want right. anything to do with it. Now I've just started blocking and muting people because oh, yeah, I really don't want to see it on my timeline anymore. It's mm -hmm. it's 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 dumb to me. It's it's right. childish. It's it's something that it, it. I mean, I'm 45 years old. I don't need to be around right? any of that. Like I love yeah. gaming as a hobby. Wherever the games take me, I'm gonna play. I yep. have two switches. I have a PS5. I have an Xbox Series X. Uh, you know, I go wherever the games are at. Right. Period. Mm -hmm. I right. I'm not going to let somebody you know tell me you can't play this or that because you're an Xbox or a Pony right. or whatever. Right. It's just mm -hmm. it's it's really childish. When you take a step back and you really look at the overall scene, mm -hmm. it really becomes more apparent on how just childish it is and, right. and weird. Straight up weird. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, see some really of the videos weird. and I'm just like, you have no, you don't have a job, no? Like you don't have things to do in a day? I think, yeah. it's, I think it's to the point that when I can understand if you have disagreements on maybe a certain game or a certain platform right. that that we, you know, as gamers play. But when you get to the memes, when you get to the inside the punchline jokes. Being yeah, you telling people you're gonna come kill them and stuff like personal yeah. attacks, yeah. Personal yeah. attacks. That's where I like. Trust me, I've been on both sides of the coin on this situation. So when it gets to being hurtful or being disrespectful or a personal attack, like you said, 
that's when it's that's when it gets to me of a person's characters uh person's character yeah, you question because it's a, sure. yeah yeah and 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 like you said it's like when you take a step back it's like you you see it and and i love my tl but every once in a while somebody follow this person that has this meme or have yeah. this rude uh rude comment about a certain content creator and i'm like yo are we i thought we was grown here right right it's one thing yeah, to be I yeah i think the thing is you know like i said you may still have friends that dabble in this console war i do I, yeah, I, yeah. I see some of my friends doing this i don't like it and i personally like when they start talking about it with me behind the scenes i'm like i don't want to hear it i don't want to talk about it because it's not it's not cool to me like it's it's it, i'm totally over this freaking scene i just want to concentrate on making content that's positive on my channel and that's it mm -hmm. like this hobby is a, a lot more than just you know these memes and stuff you know mm -hmm. it's about these games and I want to talk about the real issues, not, you know, Xbox got no games kind of thing like that. That's not a real issue. I mean, it's that's already been destroyed, that narrative. But I'm just saying, like, you need like people just need to be more positive. Like if you like uh, everybody has preferences, if you like PlayStation better, cool, you know, talk yeah. positive on PlayStation, talk about their games. Right. But no, you tune into a PlayStation channel and they're talking negative on Xbox. Xbox and it's like, yeah, yeah like why? Point? Because you like one, you have to hate the other. You really exactly. don't. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, PlayStation games are amazing. I love PlayStation yeah, games. Right. But I didn't play you know, Ghost of Tsushima. That was amazing. Oh, right. okay. Man, that game was awesome. Like I had my spaceship. I booted up and we go to the moon with it. But, you know, it's still <laughs> my preferred platform. Yep. But, I, you know, you don't like little things like that is fine. But it's like when you get to like, the level that I think we see. Yeah. I mean, such can you imagine toxicity. if? Can you imagine if all the fanboys would just stop doing that sort of thing and just came together on serious issues right. within the industry? Yeah. And, and, Do you, you think we would have this, the whole uh, seventy dollar game thing? Like everyone would have no, spoke out against. No, I don't. I, I don't right. think so. Right. And and, and right. it's and it's crazy because we had a situation where you know Xbox wanted to charge double for live for gold, mm -hmm. and we all collectively unanimously, yeah, as, as right. a voice said that's wrong. And the PlayStation dudes did it in a way where it was, you know, kind of mocking in a way, but at the mm -hmm. same time saying, that's not cool. You guys shouldn't be into this. Look, we're sticking up for you guys over there on Xbox, but they helped out by doing that. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Collectively, we all, we all came together, said that's wrong, Microsoft. And they did a 180 on that. And right. so much happens like that within the industry sometimes when we speak up, it, it happened with, um, what was it? The, uh, Crossplay stuff, cross mm -hmm. you know, um, the seventy dollars stuff. Nobody really talked about it. I know a lot of people it's were so just crazy. in 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 like, you know what? We haven't had a price hike in a while. I think it's all right. And I was thinking to myself, <laughs> wait a minute, when do we ever say that about any product out there? Do do I go to the store and go, you know what? The price of Tide has gone up, but you know what? It hasn't gone up <laughs> right. in a while. I'm okay right. with this. Right. I really no. like Tide. I really As like a Tide. consumer, I don't right. I don't look at the company's standpoint in you know in in this regard. Like I don't look at the situation and go, what would I do as a business person? No, I look at it as I'm a consumer here first. Right. And I'm not gonna advocate for a, a price increase as a consumer. And you saw a lot of dudes saying that. A lot well, of people were out there saying, I will gladly pay a hundred dollars oh, yeah. for yeah. greatness. I'm just and like, I'm like, what? No. But and you can kind of attribute that to it's it's like almost taboo to critique Sony 
at this point. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay to critique oh. Xbox. Like, it's welcomed to critique yeah. Xbox, especially in the gaming media. But when it comes to Sony, it has become like it's the media vibe. darling. Yeah, so it's right. it's. I mean, the I, 360. It was the same way. It was. Flipped. I'm 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 over it. I'm I'm really done because it seems like we always will. Xbox, Microsoft, and their fans always getting slack for the last few years until recently mm -hmm. about how Xbox ain't got no games, how Xbox is only about Halo, Gears, and Forza. They ain't got no exclusives. And you know what? This year is like the pinnacle. Like, they put their foot down and they're like, okay, we got something for y'all. Look at what we have. Some got dates, some ain't got dates, but it's something. You know what I'm saying? And there be people here that will still disrespect xbox still won't get that credit due and talking about like it's the best thing to watch netflix on and i'm like yo just put the respect on the name if there's yeah. some things you don't like about the games that came out that's fine but you can't sit here and say they ain't trying you can't say yeah. they're not putting any work and one thing I'll, I'll just end it on for me is that you know again collectively we have a voice and we should use our voice because it does make right. changes in the yeah. industry um, I agree. You know, to cap off that $70 gaming, you know, when that first arose with Take-Two and uh, mm -hmm. I believe there was a couple of companies doing it at one time. Take-Two was one of the first uh, that was pushing this. And they're one of the most egregious when it comes to microtransactions and things like that. And they were pushing right. this on games that are just riddled with that stuff, NBA 2K right. and stuff. Um, it, to me, it, it's mind-blowing that people were okay with that. Um, but at the end of the day, I come out and tell people, look, I'm not telling you what to buy. I'm not telling you how much to spend on your gaming. I can't put a value on these games for you. But for me, when I look at these games and I see what these companies are making, it doesn't add up. And I just look at it and say, look, it, it's not cool that they're doing this. And I personally am attacking it by not purchasing these games at $70. Right. I will wait for sales. I say this out there and I still get attacked by people. You know, you can speak till you're blue in the face telling people, spend your money how you want, but they still don't care. They hear you say, you're not going to buy it for $70, so I'm going to attack you. Right. And, th and that's why I don't talk too much on it anymore, because I get attacked every single time. Yeah. I think I've seen a few of your posts, and it just, it goes dark quick. Just yeah, like, real quick. Know. Yeah. And Sharice, do you want to add anything to it? Because I know you haven't said I, Well, much, actually, so. I have a question because, okay, if games are going up to $70, and you were talking about, um, was it 2K? What if they took microtransactions out? Would the 70 price tag be more acceptable then? So. All right. The microtransactions are, are a huge thing. Um, unfortunately, it's, it's theoretically even, I, I don't think that, that would ever be yeah, a possibility not, because yeah, they, they make so much money for these corporations mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you mm -hmm. just look at their financial reports which i do look at this stuff and i look and i go wow they made uh, ea made yeah. 5.56 billion dollars in, in microtransactions alone like last epic. year epic is epic. living and, and that was net yes. revenue for them net mm -hmm. revenue this is you know wow. it, it's mind-blowing how much they make in microtransactions people don't really look at that um as gamers and consumers we, we don't care and we shouldn't have to care but you should care about your wallet if they're charging you an extra $10, look into it and say, are they making their money back on these games? Even the games, take Red Dead Redemption 2, the most expensive game out there ever made. It's what, seven hundred, almost $700 million to make. Wow. They made their money back within three months. 
three yeah. months with no microtransactions, no online gaming, no anything. They made their money back. And then they made, you know, more after that. Right. A year later, right. they're, they're already triple the, you know, what they But it, I mean, it is Red Dead Redemption, though. Like, it's Red Dead yeah, Redemption. But, so it's... but what I'm saying is a lot of AAA games make their money back regardless, without yeah. microtransactions. So mm -hmm. the industry has grown so much that it's not needed. The, the price increase is not needed. The market is much bigger than it once was. Much right. bigger. Right. It's, it's bigger. It's the biggest media consumption, you know, thing ever. You know, it, it's bigger than movies. It's bigger than everything. Yeah. So it's crazy. Like, you know, people just got to do some simple math and you'll come up with, you know, hey, this $10 is not, they shouldn't be charging this. But anyway, that's that's all I have to say about that. Oh yeah, it's good. I mean, that's I think we've had a good discussion on that. It was Oh, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I appreciate the 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 questions. Really good. Yeah, thanks. So, uh another question I wanted to ask you was uh what are your top 5 gaming franchises or games? Um okay. So, uh no particular order. Okay. Halo Combat Evolved is in that top 5. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Mass Effect 2 is in that top five. Wow. Oh. Uh, um, I'm, a big, I'm a big Red, De Red Dead Redemption fan, so that franchise is in my top five. Um, and I do like the first Last of Us a lot. So well, those those would be I my top, yeah. first top one, five. Yeah. The yeah. first one. The first one. Second one, trash. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> now, I, I, thank and I say you. that the gameplay and the graphics, amazing. Right. Yeah. Gameplay and graphics, amazing. I love. Story, That's, horrible. I completely 100% agree with you Why? on that. Wasted. Why do I want to play something mm -mm. that makes me depressed the whole way through? I know. Mm. And I was just As like, a game, I don't want that. If after you, When you play the first one, for them to do what they did to the main character, not, I mean, what was it like, an hour in? And it's like the person you were like mm -hmm. looking forward to playing with was yeah. gone. Yeah. Like, um, I, I'll just say that, it, you know, for that particular game in the end, you always want to have some sort of redeeming value in your yeah. your video game, some satisfaction when you're done with it. There was absolutely zero satisfaction in that ending. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. I think it was yeah. more of an art house title than anything. Mm -hmm. Like it was just poorly yeah. written. I talked to uh, you know I have friends that are authors, write books, and they t and they played this game and they said it's a poorly written game. I don't know yeah. how that got game of the year. Right. Uh, well, we know why. It's, it's weird. <laughs> we know. okay. You got one more. You have one more. You have four so far. Yeah, you All got right. one more. Oh, oh. So yeah. one more. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm, I, I got to okay. guess, but I, I don't. I want to wait till he say something. Ooh, man, that's. It's always the last one that's the hardest. You know mm -hmm. what? I will throw in some JRPG love, Final okay. Fantasy VII. Uh, wait, wait, okay. the remake of the original. The, the original. Original. <laughs> that, that, that'll, that'll stick with me because, <laughs> uh, you know, that was the time I decided to buy my first PlayStation. Was that game? Okay. Like I went over to my uh, my best friend's house at the time. He was playing this game and I'm looking at this. He's in the airship flying around the map. And I'm like, what is this? And he's like, oh, this is Final Fantasy VII. And I was like, huh. And I sat there and watched him for a few hours. And I go, I'll be back. And I went and bought my own PlayStation. <laughs> I got the game wow. and everything. And I, I was just like all in. And, I'll be uh, back. <laughs> my best, <laughs> and then my best friend since uh, he committed suicide uh, oh, years man. ago. I'm so sorry. it, yeah, it, 
it's one of those things that that game will always stick with me because that we had such a bond there with that game. So, you know, that's why it's it's sentimental to me too because that's yeah, yeah. where I found it was from him and yeah. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Cool. So those are your top five. And then top to five. end the interview on a, on a lighter note, what is your favorite food? It could be a favorite dish, a food group. Oh, I'm a big foodie. Um, I cook. Yes, so there we go. Awesome. I oh, cook you at the lot. right spot. Um, yeah, right right spot then. yeah. So um, I grew up uh, the first seven years of my life in the Philippines. Oh, wow. uh, my, my father is Filipino, so we would uh, eat a lot of Filipino food. Still do to this day. Love it my yeah. favorite and it's got to be a dish called sinigang okay it's basically a soup that goes over rice it's got like it could have pork or fish and vegetables and yeah. you just put it over rice love it now uh i grew up with filipino friends and whatnot and i think i'm saying this right but my favorite dish is sig sig oh sig sig yeah. yeah yeah it's like a pork yeah. belly with like vinegar and stuff is. and oh my god mm-hmm. it's so delicious it's good, good and then everybody says like lumpia and yeah lumpia you know, is like pancit. the best pancit, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh my god good so stuff. uh quick story yeah I, uh, eat, I eat everything you know my <laughs> uh, my grandmother over here in the states is from the south she cooks okay. a lot of southern food so you know man i i love everything like food is is just great to me I, i'll right. eat anything yeah, you gotta come by more. Then I'm telling you, we're gonna start like a little cooking segment going on. Yeah, have to nice. Because we we all we all are foodies. Food. We love food. So yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, well, let's get into this the E3 celebration that we just had this week. Uh, you know, we got to see a lot of. Uh, well, I feel like I don't know. We got to see a lot of stuff, but at the same time, uh, me personally, I feel like E3 was a little lackluster this year. Besides the Xbox showcase. I mean, there were some good things shown from other people, but at the same time, I don't know. And maybe it's just not the same because it wasn't live or anything. I'm not sure. But uh, let's talk about what your thoughts and impressions are. And uh, we'll start with Fonz. Mm. Well, first off, I want to piggyback off what you said. It's different because it's not live. And you don't like hearing the crowd and stuff when, when, you know, Phil takes the stage or Todd Howard takes the stage. It's there's a difference there without that crowd. The impact right. is kind of lost there. Um, so I will say that with with this whole situation that we've been through, this lockdown and everything, it, it's it's we've lost a lot of E3 in that alone, just because there isn't people in that audience. So I, I would say that the shows aren't as good because of that alone. Right. Um, but that aside, uh, I thought that the, what the Jeff Keighley started it off at that summer games fest and it was horrible to me just the pacing <laughs> the, the the games that they showed just didn't speak to me you, you know i was excited Wait, you didn't, you didn't like elden ring i was excited to see elden ring but then when yeah. i finally saw it my excitement kind of went way down because oh. um it looks like a typical very souls soulsy. Game. yes very yeah. soulsy. yeah and i'm done with just straight up souls games like it, i i beat a bloodborne back in the day uh, i tried a sekiro Sekiro kicked my butt and yeah. I'm I'm done with Souls games. Like I, I'm too old for it, I guess. I, I don't want to break a controller, so right. um, I'm not gonna play that. Um, but yeah, I didn't really care for that. And then we had the Ubisoft show, which was bad. Like yeah. we saw more of Far Cry, but it's like, okay, we already saw that. Like right. what's what's the point here? Uh, mm-hmm. the show was just not a good show. 
And so then I was worried about Xbox. I really was because after seeing these shows, I'm like, oh man, here we go. We're kicking it off wrong. I hope <laughs> Xbox can do something. And so I'm sitting there and I watch the show with the Iron Lords, the Xbox show. Mm-hmm. And I'm on there, you know, live and uh, we're reacting to these games and I'm just noticing game after game after mm-hmm. game being shown. Pacing. And I'm just like, wow, this pacing is phenomenal. This is mm-hmm. what we needed. And then, you know, the fact that Todd Howard started that show was interesting and I think brilliant um, because usually we're, we see Phil come out and do his mm-hmm. thing and everything, but they left Phil to the end. You had Todd Howard, you had Sarah Bond come out. It, to me, the way they did this show was so perfect in that regard. The pacing and, and how they presented the games and everything, where they mm-hmm. slotted all these games in, it was beautiful. And I hope that they continue this format into the future because to me, Nintendo had a decent showing for Nintendo fans, but to me, Xbox carried E3 this yeah. year. I think one of my favorite parts of the Xbox show, too, just speaking to how it started, was like how they really honed in on the exclusivity. Because even though it was, you know, announced and confirmed a long time ago, it's like people kept you kept having like rumblings of that. So for them to harp on the exclusivity, I thought that was really, really good. So. Oh yeah, the way you know Sarah Bond just came out and said. And yeah, it's exclusive, exclusive to Xbox. I was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what we wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. I was tired of hearing people because we already knew, a lot of us already knew that it's exclusive, but right. some people had to hear it over oh, and yeah. over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it had to be said. <laughs> I mean, yeah. for the chit chat to stop. Yeah. Yeah. And that game, uh, you can tell uh, just looking at what they showed of um, Starfield, uh, all in engine. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I will speak on with this, we didn't get gameplay, but what we did see is that the animation was a lot better than the first creation engine animation. Mm-hmm. You see that how the guy climbs up the ladder, walks, that's definitely not Halo 4. Because <laughs> the animation is very stiff in those old um, Fallout 4. I mean, mm-hmm. Fallout 4 games. Uh, you know, Fallout games, they all have that stiff animation. We didn't see that in Starfield. Mm-hmm. So you can tell there's a big difference there with the uh, creation engine 2. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to next year because the deep dive and everything will happen for that game next D3. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been in development for a while, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, for a good they've, been, they've been developing that for years. And this is one of Todd Howard's babies. And what people have to understand, because, you know, this question arose yesterday. Somebody asked me on um, Rand's podcast. I was on mm-hmm. Xbox Two with him. He said, um, do I think that it could be a game of the year contender next year? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And and the reason being is Todd Howard has had four games become game of the year games. Four. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, this is Todd Howard's baby. So I'm sure that this game will be in contention. Right. And was there anything else that you felt like that stood out to uh, you? I like the fact that they showed... Um, I, I like... I love Obsidian and the way they handle trailers. And the way they're self-aware. Oh yeah, uh, the, I, that was nice. That was like the best trailer they had. Yes, the best yeah, trailer. You know, here's Out a creature that you'll never see again. Yeah, that sort yeah. of thing. Like yeah. amazing. Like they're so self-aware, but at the same time, they got me hyped for Outer Worlds too because I love Outer Worlds. Yeah. I think it's a great right. game. Um, Obsidian is one of my favorite uh, Western RPG developers. Period. They made the best Fallout, in my opinion. New Vegas, uh, hands down, the best <laughs> Fallout. Lady's favorite game. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well. Yeah, the lady, you're you're 100% right because uh, yeah, that game is amazing. Um, so I, I'm hoping one day we get a Fallout New Vegas 2 
Uh, that could very well happen at some point, but right, right. now I'm just, I'm happy for Outer Worlds 2. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 did, looks did amazing. Did you notice that, uh, that the, the publishing at the beginning of, of when they announced that title, that is a Xbox console exclusive? A lot of people missed that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and we all knew that over here, but, you know, uh, again, <laughs> right. it's something that's got to be reiterated to some people. Yeah. Right. Those games aren't going anywhere but PC and Xbox. That's right. the only place you're going to be able to play them. Oh, and xCloud. So mm -hmm. yep. right. in the future, right. you'll be able to, you know, PlayStation dudes, you can pull out your phone and rock xCloud and play some Starfield. You're good. Right. Or I mean, watch biggest... me play it on YouTube. Who knows? Um, uh, I, I just think that they had a lot there for everybody. That's what really stood out uh, to me in the show is the fact that the pacing and the amount of games they showed different genres for different people. Uh, some people were like, oh, I didn't like when they showed like Slime Rancher too. I didn't mind it because I got a granddaughter that loves Slime Rancher. Mm -hmm. So that's there for kids and adults alike that like the game. Uh, Rand was telling me he has adult friends that love Slime Rancher. So when they saw yeah. Slime Rancher too, they were excited. The thing is, is gaming, yes, it's a selfish hobby, but we got to remember we're not the only ones. Other right? people are that's loving true. some of these titles right, we may that's not true. love. That's nice. Yeah. So the game, the, the, the flow of the show, I mean, if you didn't want to see a particular game, it was done and over with pretty quickly right. and on to the next game. Right. And, and then them to end with Redfall, a brand new IP coming out of Arcane Studios. Mm -hmm. That was great because it showed a game. Now, we don't see any gameplay or anything, but we know Arcane Studios is oh, very yeah, good. Oh, yeah, they're really talented. Right. Yeah, for sure. And, we, we, and what they showed pulled you into that world. Oh, yeah. these characters are pretty cool, pretty funny, pretty neat. They look uh, awesome and yeah. stuff. I, I, I want to see how this game plays out. And I'm hearing different right. things. Uh, it's co-op, but you can also play it solo, I'm hearing. Right. Um, and it's a first-person aspect game, but I, I'm good with that. They have powers. You're fighting vampires. You got guns. Uh, it, it, it looks like a really cool new IP. So yeah. they not only showed a bunch of good stuff that we knew was coming, but they also showed a brand new IP that's coming as well. And on top of that, you think about everything they didn't show that we know is coming. I know. Man, I know. Oh Xbox, we, we have so much to play on the Xbox side in the future that we're not, we're going to have put a lot in our backlogs. Oh, it's yeah. gonna happen. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the biggest winner of E3, uh, the biggest winner of E3 is uh, Game Pass. Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty-seven out of thirty games. That's awesome. Right. Twenty-seven and games. Six, six new games in the next six months. And that's what people I mean, don't. That's what some people out there fail to realize. We're not waiting until 2022, 2023 for these games. Right. A lot of these games are coming out now. Like oh, we're getting Horizon. games the oh, next six months. Forza Horizon 5 looked amazing. Incredible. They showed one scene where it showed the river, and I was thinking, man, that's nice video of that. And then all of a sudden, the cars drive through. I know. And I'm like, wow, that's gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> How? Well, the one where it's the rocks, like you see the rocks, yeah. and I'm like, this looks like a photo. Yeah. yeah. Like, and the cars just come. And, and, yeah. And that was a great presentation. The fact that they showed you, hey, that, that could be a real you know, video, and then they show the cars driving through it. Like, that to yeah. me was the way to do it. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. And I've, I've, I mean, I, it's not, I'm not like, you know, super well, well traveled, but I've been to Mexico and some of those places they showed look like places I've seen there. So it looked super authentic because I've had, I've heard a little criticism, you know, of the, the Mexico map, but I think that we, we only got a snippet, you know, I try mm -hmm. to tell people it's not like we saw, you know, everything. We just got little quick shots of, you know, various places, 
but I think that um, it's going to look fabulous, you know? Oh, yeah. You saw various little, you saw little bits, uh, snippets of things, but Mm -hmm. in the end, uh, it won out in a big poll online of of like most anticipated games by a lot of the critics and journalists out there. Yeah. Yeah. So that tells you something. I mean, the Forza series is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, Horizon is beloved by many. Mm-hmm. And this game, it, you know, some people were talking about, well, it said that it was running on, you know, on a PC or something. And I was like, are you really going to go there? Because we've seen <laughs> other Forza Horizons ran on a right. PC before. Right. And then it right. comes out and looks exactly the same. Same old series. Right. right. That's right. right. It, 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 I am not worried about how this game's going to look. Pr- playground games are amazing at what they do. And just think of this. What we saw in Forza Horizon, just think about what they're going to do with Fable. Right. Uh, they yes. are yes. so talented. Yeah, it's yeah. talented. Yeah. I know one of my standouts in the show too was one that the trailer just kind of showed on, on the on the feed here mm-hmm. was um Plague Tale Requiem. Like I, I love mm. Plague Tale Innocence. Um the, the rats was a little bit creepy for me because y'all know I don't play scary games, but Requiem looked really, <laughs> really cool. I mean the graphic fidelity, I think a sobo yeah. is like, it like way on the cusp of being the like the one. next big studio. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering if, you know, a Sobo will ever be absorbed by Microsoft in the future. Possible. Who knows? Yeah, because he's still, you know, I don't know if he caught it, but when Phil was talking about it, he's still said and growing. Yeah, you know, I, you know and I've heard a lot of things behind the scenes growing, that they so. are, <laughs> that, that they do have studios they're going after right yeah. now. And, you know, they're going to be acquiring soon. But because, E3 I mean, was not the place. Yeah, but E3 was not the place to really speak on it because this E3 was really about Bethesda and Microsoft. And it, I mean, even just the acquisition of ZeniMax is freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. How many games they've acquired, how many franchise, and these are beloved franchises. You know, you've got Doom, you've got Fallout, you've got Elder Scrolls. You've got so many franchises there that people love and all within ZeniMax. So... Mm -hmm. When Xbox picked up Xanamax, my worries for Xbox has no games went out the window real fast. Because mm-hmm. you my- got to remember, there was a point in time where we were worried because all we had was Forza uh, Gears and, you know, Halo. For a while, that's we didn't have many studios, so we were thinking, what is Xbox going to do? Yeah. So I, I know one thing I, I wanted to mention, though. It's like you kind of alluded to it earlier, was that like how um, we only saw a poor... A, you know, a small subset of the, of all the studios. I mean, they got 23 studios. So it's like, we only saw, a bit, uh, you know, a yep. few of them in this presentation. So that makes, gets me excited for like, what are they going to do in the fall? Or what are they going to exactly. do? Exactly. Like, it's just, it's so much content. And, 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 and nobody is saying wait for next E3, but can you imagine next E3? Fable, <laughs> Perfect Dark. Right. You got so many, Starfield Deep Dive. Mm-hmm. Next E3 is going to be flat out amazing. I, I, I foresee Microsoft having like godly e3s for the next who knows <laughs> 10 years well I think because of lady, all the studios they have all the franchises i think it was lady that said you know um they also have gamescom you know for them to show oh, that's some right. things that they weren't able to show you know at e3 because obviously you know they can't have you know two three hour showcase because you know before yeah. bethesda had their 90 minutes microsoft had their 90 minutes so you know you can't really you know yeah. add those two together because people are going to be tired by that mm, point right but, and yeah, I, they might do it different and show things that they didn't show yeah and i was thinking that's probably why they had to extend it you know when they, mm-hmm. they when yeah. paris hosted on uh what was it friday 
was that yep. Thursday, Friday? Thursday, I think. Thursday. Yeah, that was really yeah, good. Yeah, so that, that was, was really, really good, good too. And even mm-hmm. this feed, they like because right now I'm playing back the show on the feed for the Growing Gaming uh, podcast right now, and so they're showing Atomic Heart. That looked good too. Yeah, like, um, it did. that's that's another one that's going straight to Game Pass. So between their you know their second party uh, type deals, their first party lineup, the studio acquisitions, like it's you. I think you're right, Fonz. It's it's, it's incredible, and so. Yeah, that's why going into the show, I I was telling people, I'm not worried. Like they could show me whatever, you know, and I I can have a decent time watching their their show no matter what. But I wasn't ready for the stuff they did show. Stalker two blew me away. Oh man, yeah. Stalker two. I'm not playing it. I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of Metro Exodus. And the Stalker Two devs used to be a part of Fourier Mm -hmm. Games. Like they were all together at one time. And they broke off. They, they did their own thing. There was some kind of in-house disagreement that they broke off. But this game reminds me so much of Metro Exodus, but graphically the just superior. Is and incredible. Yep. Like oh, the, man, the facial animations was, and the teeth, oh. the individual yep. teeth. I'm like, wow, yeah, they're going deep with even this. Like The ray tracing on the guns mm-hmm. and everything, yep. the lighting, everything looked really good. Stalker 2 is going to be a big hit. And uh, I can't wait to play that. Uh, Atomic Heart was out of the blue too. That was another one I didn't know about, and that gave me Bioshock, you know, yeah. feel watching yeah. that. Yeah. So, I mean, Xbox has so much going for it into Game Pass. It's not even funny. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I'm a, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got. I got. I got to talk about Battlefield, yo. <laughs> <laughs> no. Go ahead. Okay, this is the thing. No. I, I, I see. I, I I know how you feel about Battlefield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know how you feel about Battlefield. <laughs> I love um, Battlefield, the franchise. Love I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed Battlefield. The last couple of titles that we played, that I played, and then me and El Boogie, we played we, uh, the first, the first like hundred episodes of Grown Women Game Night was Battlefield. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, but what I saw did not look next gen to me. Um, what? I'm still like, no. I said it. I know it's not going <laughs> on Game Pass, but it should be. It should be. See, that's gonna. Uh, ha- that's what's happening. Now everybody gonna expect games to just automatically be on Game Pass. Well, like, okay. Oh, oh, I, the, 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 I'm. I'm not expecting every game to be on Game Pass. But if you gonna have, if you charge the seventy for the game, that's only multiplayer, right? Mm-hmm. And you gonna have a battle pass. You know what I mean? Speak um, on it. Not everybody gonna want to dip in that. No, don't get me wrong. I'm a shooter. I'm a shooter. I. I I'm I'm I want to get my money's worth. It don't matter what game that I'm playing. I I might be hyped for a game, but then when logic comes into play and yeah, talk about real life, talk about bills, talk about everything you got to take care of, yeah. 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 I'm and, and I'm like I want to if I'm spending $70 for a multiplayer only game, it got to look gorgeous, right? It got to look clean. You know what I mean? And for me, Battlefield did not look clean to me. Oh, it looked it looked good to me. I thought the, I thought the graphics was okay. I mean, of course, when you compare it to, well, they, you know, Horizon and other games that they showed, and even like some Stalker, games, Stalker, yeah. Better. I mean, it yeah. definitely you make you kind of be like, okay, you, you try you charging what for that? Like you know, so yeah, you got to understand it. that Battlefield is a big you know sandbox multiplayer game, so it. It's not going to look quite as good as a, you know, more linear game. Um, but at the same time, I look at it and I'm like, I, I feel you on the price. $70 for a game that also has Battle Pass. And the game, the uh, campaign is gone, removed. 
like there's no campaign and i have a feeling like maybe later on they'll sell you a campaign and i'm not mm-hmm. down with that at, at all but yeah 70 dollars is asking a lot when you're you're also charging for battle passes and you know other microtransactions like to me th- this is another case of an egregious like type tactic from a, a, a greedy company um i don't like the fact that they're charging this but many people like the way it looks and since it's a modern day battlefield, they're gonna pay that price. And again, I can't put a value for anybody else, but for me, I'm not buying it for that price. I was excited to play this game, but I wouldn't even buy this for $60 because they took the campaign out. Because I played the campaigns in these games and without it, it's just not worth it. The value there for me is at a 40 to $50 price point at best. I think I was a little disappointed by all the people who in like, and I guess, and I don't know, a lot of people with check marks coming out saying it's good that they took out the campaign. No one plays the campaign we, anyway. We, we, I'm, I'm not, like, I'm why not do there. you like then tell people that? Like, you're basically telling people you should be okay with paying more for less. Why? Why as a consumer would you tell people that that's okay? If you went to McDonald's and you were planning on getting your meal and they're like, hey, we are charging more now for this meal, and also you're not getting the fries. Are you? Gonna I will be happy? mad. Yep. <laughs> and, and a lot of people will use the excuse that they'll say, "Well, you know, you take a single player game; it doesn't have multiplayer. You still pay the sixty dollars." And I'm like, "Well, there wasn't a multiplayer to begin with. Right? Like, they're not removing right. something. Right. Yeah. These people are mm-hmm. actually removing something from the right. core to the game. Exactly. For me." And a lot of people don't play those uh-huh. campaigns in Battlefield or COD. They just want to jump right to the multiplayer. I get that. But for me, I like to have both. Me too, so. yeah. Like, I played the campaign in mm-hmm. COD, except Which, for the last yeah. one. I gotta, but I, 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 I play the campaign, so. I guess I got a quick question. So so what, what what would be a great price point for a multiplayer-only game like Battlefield? Then? Like 40, 50 bucks. I agree. Tops. I agree. Yep. If, you, if you're having a battle pass in there? I agree. Right. Like, so now you're going to charge me for Battle Pass, which means that anything that looks nice, I got to pay for. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then if you go do a pre-order that's more than $70, you might get a free skin here or there or some coins. Right. But it's still not going to be the better skin. Like, no, you won't get the basic skin. Like, if you still got to grind. Just because you pre-order mm-hmm. and get the bigger one with the more skins and all that, you're still not getting the premium skins. Yeah. You Let me break it down that. to you. I'll yeah. break it down like this. You're getting seven maps. Mm-hmm. So that's $10 a map. That's what you're paying for. That's it. Yeah. 10 bucks a map, uh, a map. And and to me, that's not worth it. Like you need more maps than that. Sorry for $70, seven maps. That ain't it. Like you're going to get bored of those maps after a while. Back in oh, yeah. my days, core maps was $15 on Call of Duty. No Ooh. microtransactions, nothing like that. Just, just four maps for $15. Oof. So, but it, it, with Battlefield, it deterred me from like, I want to get this day one right. till I'm going to wait a month later and get it on sale. You know what I mean? Me too. That um, drop off should be strong. Yeah. I, 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 trust me. Right. It will be strong. It will be. <laughs> you got, you're going to have the true diehards and the ones that are going to dip their toe in to get it. But if you ain't, if it's just multiplayer, 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 and you ain't really a fan of the Battlefield series, like I'm a fan of the COD series, then they not gonna be there that long. So I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to wait it on sale. Um, also, I want to talk about indies. The indies, the indies kind of showed out, you know. Yeah, the indies year. did show up for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the 12 indies, minutes, 
Can't wait to play that. With the all-star yeah. cast? Ooh. Yeah. I can Daisy use the Ridley, photo. William Defoe. Oh, yes. I love me some good. That's like the I'm gameplay. Right? Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. <laughs> um, it's very simple uh, gameplay mechanics, but a real strong story that's really up my alley. I can't wait to play that. I like party animals. People, I, I get, I, I, I nah. think the party animals is good. I, yeah. I, 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 it was I, cute. Yeah, it was cute. It was cute. You be an animal. You fluffy. You cute and shit. And but you gonna see a bat on the ground, a racket on the ground. You know, some kind of mm-hmm. weapon for you to knock them off the platform. Right. As long, long as y'all don't pick that to play. As long as y'all don't pick that to play for are, game we night. Are, don't, don't. We are, oh, we playing that. We are, oh, we playing that for game night. That's already on the list. Um, <laughs> I know. Let me see. I like that Rainbow Six Siege is gonna be cross play, cross progression. Ooh, cross play. That made me happy. Uh, I'm not really. In, I'm not really digging that new outbreak in quarantine. That side game they got. Because they've done it before. Haven't they done like outbreak before? It, that was the demo when we played outbreak. When we had to go. Is it, I thought it was called extraction. Rainbow Six well, Extraction. Well, they used to call it Outbreak. Yeah, before. they changed yeah, the they name. They changed the oh, name right. because yeah. of you know. Oh, I didn't COVID. know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, because okay. it was it was uh, like an event. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's I don't know who said that this was nice to make an entire game. I'm not. I'm not. I'm tearing from that. But to have uh, Rainbow Six Siege, it's a good tactical shooter game, and you gotta be on your tippy toes with that to be crop plat. Uh, cross flat pro- uh, cross progression mm-hmm. is great. I heard through the grapevine. I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to see my wrong here. But I heard Overwatch was going to be cross play too, which is cool. But then Overwatch is toxic. Yeah, toxic. So um, I suggest you get a squad with you when you play. Overwatch. It's like yep. that. Wow. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Play, I don't play Overwatch, so I don't. I don't. Yeah. Well, it's because there's different roles, and if you play outside of a role you're supposed to be playing, or you're, they will scream at you, and yeah, yeah, wow. um, and yeah, it, it's it's like that, you know, it's it's a little bit like that with every game, but it's a little bit more with that, more yeah. with Overwatch. I agree. So, um, like I said, the like Fallout seventy, uh, Fallout seventy six. Oh my God. Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you when I saw the Xbox thing, I was like, okay, I need to just dip my toe in the Fallout 76. I they, I they hit me up with the double XP for the next two days. I was grinding. <laughs> I was grinding. I went from level 19 to level 25 in 24 hours. That's so how do you much I, do you really like that? That game is good. I like it. I wish I had more people to play with. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause not everybody likes it. I didn't. I heard it's better. I heard it's way better than. It's, be- it's better than it was at initial launch. Don't get me wrong. Bethesda's gonna be Bethesda. And there was a couple of times that you know I got mm-hmm. bugged out in some games, but as long as my camp is still there and my stash is still there, then I can be able to do some things. If I didn't catch yeah. up on the DLCs, okay, this be a perfect time to do so. Um, Nintendo, uh, Metroid. All the Metroid fans got their game. Mm-hmm. You know, it may not be the game that they want, Man. but it's better than nothing. <laughs> I, can get, I can get jiggy with it, though. I love, I love Metroid, so Dread is Nintendo is are big trolls. They They're are. big trolls. They, no, uh, like, you know, how, yeah, how you so uh, Metro 5 without Metro 4? Yeah, I want to cry. Like, I want to cry. Because I'm like, Metroid, where is Prime? Where is Prime? Yep. They put that Metroid Prime 4 out, what, 
how many years ago? Oh man, that it's splash been a while. It's been a while. And mm-hmm. and same thing with Bayonetta three. They did the same oh. thing. And people are still waiting to see something on those two games. And then they come out and say, here's Metroid. And people are getting excited in this 2D, you know. Uh, I, look, I'm gr- I'm fine with the 2D side scroller. I may pick it up myself and I'm, play this. I'm but day one. I don't, I don't know. $60, though? How do you feel about Nintendo that price? Still buying it. I'm still buying it. Nintendo, Nintendo ain't going to yeah. drop their price for nobody. Yeah. And yeah, that's why they're, they're able to do $60. Because what yeah. Delphila said, I'm still getting Even it. Even their old <laughs> games are still... <laughs> expensive like if you find any kind of price cut with their older switch titles it's yeah. like a couple dollars it's nothing yep um breath of the wild too y'all can have that i'm so sorry y'all can have it y'all can and have people it. that criticize that we're getting like blasted upon be like because god forbid we criticize nintendo for anything Yo, i don't do. i love nintendo and i don't care i'm a gamer i'm a gamer first everybody gonna get criticized over here um i am not of the fan i'm not the biggest zelda fan but y'all got y'all got some stuff y'all got some stuff in that nintendo direct which was like real short by the way nintendo i didn't like that especially for e3 should have at least had an hour so um that's y'all thing cool the, the thing I don't like about Nintendo is y'all repackaging these games and selling them for $60 when they were released like damn near 10 15 <laughs> yeah, 20 years ago and y'all doing that y'all pimping man I I need to learn how to pimp like Nintendo because they're going to be people that's going to get that repackaged game and pay full price on that yeah because my my son Sky is a big uh, Nintendo Switch yeah. player and and uh, he's constantly like to asking me you know can we get this game get that game and I'm like wait a minute don't you have that on the Wii U Oh yeah, but it's on the Switch now. What? What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> so are we but, still playing the same Mario Kart? Just say, yeah. We still yeah. play. We couldn't get Mario Kart Nine. I know. Yeah. What's happening? Oh man. So, but but you know, we live. We we did what we got to deal with. I just think all in all, the experience was getting up early in the morning and getting getting a text from El Boogie or getting a text from the line. Hey, you know what? This presentation started in about 15 minutes. What y'all doing? Oh, we gonna go to Discord. And we all hanging and having like the first initial reactions of what these games gonna be looking like. Like fresh, you know, fresh face and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always gonna take physical E3 over digital all day, every day. Cause them chats is ridiculous. Y'all, if y'all gonna make y'all shit digital, please get some moderators in y'all chats y'all just can't have a presentation and not have no and have an and, and have a chat to people to comment and stuff and not have moderators with you know getting on their p's and q's because the fan fest when we did the fan fest uh meeting the the get together in the beginning before the presentation some boss was on point it was not playing yeah it was not playing they it was not playing but i really I, it ain't the best it ain't the best E3, but I but I think Xbox it was still entertaining. Did, I, I thought it was I think still Xbox did the the, the yeah. like the best X like E3 Xbox. They did the best, and I wish that you know it wasn't Rona season because if they would have had this news out there in LA, it would have been a whole different kind of energy. You would have had Xbox fans roaming the streets and you know celebrating and I, stuff like that. I, I got a I got a question for you all then. So what what is the perception on PlayStation? Man, because what? because like not attending <laughs> doing like their little horizon zero dawn thing before is that what you mean oh i'm trying not to go overboard with sony um no she's <laughs> like the perception of right what like the perception sony, yeah like my perception is that don't uh sony don't care about their customers they don't want to engage with them they feel in in some kind of ways i feel like they feel like they're too good to put out 
like programs or E3 announcements or anything like that. They feel like they just good with what they got and they hardware and it's not the case. Well, I like, we, we talked about this a little bit and there was an article where I, uh, I posted to the chat with the topics and whatnot. And I didn't, I didn't feel like this at first, you know, I felt the same way you felt lady, but then looking at it really like, it's just not advantageous for Sony at this point to be at E3 because they really don't benefit from head to head comparisons because they have people in this space, right? They basically have told people we're giving you 4K, even though it's not 4K, and they still were buying it. They were, they're basically telling everyone that, you know, our stuff looks the best, even though it doesn't. <laughs> so they don't want to have head to head comparisons with this is how the PS4 game looks, this is how the Xbox game looks. And really, they're a smaller company, so they don't want to have to pay to go to E3. So I don't think it's advantageous for them. They don't have to be at E3. They can still connect with their audience via these state of plays and everyone eats it up. Everyone's nah, happy. Not everyone's, I'm sorry, ma'am. Not everyone's All their happy. core fans are happy. Okay. <laughs> what they're getting. Okay. Yeah, so say, it's I'm, not advantageous for them. Yeah, cause I was gonna say, I, I disagree completely. Like as far as, um, the perception of their like don't care about the customers and all that yeah because i feel like they just they've been dropping titles i mean they just would drop yeah. returnal um they just dropped ratchet and clank which is an awesome game looks looks incredible um so i think i think it's just you know with them not being at e3 it's the element of the unknown you don't get a sneak peek into like a mm -hmm. long-term plan um and i think that's the only thing we don't Sony can come, can have an announcement on Monday or Tuesday and, and say, we're going to have our own show and we're going to, you know, talk about the future of PlayStation. And boom, right? We already All know what the right future PlayStation is. It's going to be Kojima, Death Stranding, Director's Cut. Because that was the only <laughs> thing that they Yo, said. I'm letting you know, I was kind of pissed when they did that with their state of play that was before E3, where they showed uh, basically, I guess, some DLC that's coming to, um, uh, why can't I remember the name of that title now? Uh, what, what Death Stranding? Death Stranding, yeah, yeah, where he's gonna be getting in the box and shit to hide. No, it, that was a teaser. Like, that was like a teaser to like. Yo, uh, I don't care. That was a play with uh, what was it? Care. Metal Gear. <laughs> well, Metal Gear. So then I'm thinking, so can you not do anything else? Is this all? This is you. This is this is this is Kojima. You hide in the box. Yes, Summer Game Fest. <laughs> there was like a whole. 20 uh 15 20 minute segment on kojima and what he doing and what they showed us um i'm gonna tell you for reference the reason why i bought a playstation in the first place was to get death stranded and they played me out my money so you don't best believe when they came out with that director's cut i was like y'all really gonna think i'm stupid i see I'm you shaking your headphones go ahead and speak on it on it speak on it no speak on no, it. I, no 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 you I know mean, how i feel about like you guys i'm sure some of you know how i feel about kojima anyway his games anyway uh look i, I know, know kojima moves the needle i know kojima is a huge developer in the game well respected uh i i respect him as far as him bringing the cinematic experience to gaming because right. he brought that to gaming period he's the godfather of that so but that's where it ends with me uh, with his games, mm. they're just weird. Mm. Yeah, same. Mm. They're just weird, and like, I dare anybody to tell me really what's going on in a Kojima game because, yeah. you know, I don't know. I look, Me Metal Gear started out really good for me, and then all all of a sudden, Metal Gear started deviating into demons and 
some crazy stuff and now you got horns coming out your head and right. demons following you and girls that are breathing through their skin like I, I don't even know what's going on in a kojima game anymore like, right i mean he so reminds me of the character from grandma's boy the guy that was like the the top developer and everything like i'm just like do you even know what you're doing he <laughs> seems like a a guy that really wants to make a, a movie M. Night Shyamalan, what we're doing. He wasn't a rock star for sure. It's like, go ahead, make those movies. uh, Mm -hmm, Because they don't translate well to gaming, in my opinion. But look, they speak to a lot of people. So I can't say that his games are trash or anything like that. I can't. Because they they have an audience. Well, yes, they did. I mean, that's just, I don't know. It's, to me, that's just like the people who be like, "Man, these Yeezys are bomb! Look how good they look." They all have Yeezys are. look like Ugh. garbage. Yeah. Okay. Man, yeah. My 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 desk trying to cost me four hundred and sixty dollars. I'm good. I don't even want to hear it about <laughs> no director's cut or nothing. I'm gonna wait till somebody play it. I'm gonna wait till somebody give me all the cutscenes. Yeah. But what YouTube. if they what if they add like some? New, I don't care. New... Sorry, Delilah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't because <laughs> because uh, Metal Gear Solid, okay. Metal Gear Solid one, two, and three. That's yeah. that what it was. That what it was. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So Death Stranding, I knew it was gonna I knew it was gonna be weird. I was I had I was aware of the weirdness. I'm down with that. But the actual gameplay, you telling me gameplay I can't is fast, king. we talk about it all the time. You can't fast travel, you gotta make roads just to go back where you came from, and you literally going across the United States. It yeah. wasn't that many enemies, it wasn't like that many it, the gameplay was straight garbage now the story was weird i can deal with that the soundtrack amazing the artwork great that was polished but that gameplay i can't be doing all that you lose your mm. shoes you you sol playing that game <laughs> so, i'm like you only- lose your shoes yeah because your shoes deteriorate oh, while you oh really yes oh i didn't know that yeah i don't like that sort of mechanic yeah yeah breath of the wild right like yep break yep like my weapon's gonna break and then where am i getting shit like now i'm in an area that has like nothing for me to get exactly weapons so exactly like that stranding somebody in the chat said you can fast travel so um, well, let you me gotta tell find you. the points, right? The, the... You have to find the points first before you can fast travel. Now, oh. I know that I know who that someone is. It's I already know. I'm not, even gonna, I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not even, I'm, you know what? I'm not even gonna go there. I'm just saying my opinion on how I felt about a game that I purchased just because I don't play it how certain people play it doesn't mean that my opinion is not valid. Exactly. Infamous, like, even if it had fast traveling right away. The gameplay didn't speak to you anyway, right? At all, at all, at yeah. all, okay. at all. That's... The cutscenes was gorgeous, though. And, yeah, and, 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 and that's nice. the thing. I didn't you play watch it, the movie, but on YouTube, the movie, it's, it's, hey, it's the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw the movie. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't play the game myself, but what I've seen of it, and I've watched some people play it on Twitch and stuff, it did not look for me at all. Like, that gameplay mm-hmm. looked boring to me, so I was like, I'm out. I'm not even going to try right. it. Um, I might as well just go get a job at UPS. Make some money. <laughs> The thing with Sony is ouch, they gotta make ouch. they gotta they gotta engage with their customers. They gotta engage with their fans. They gotta be doing some things that Xbox is doing in their playbook, in order to at least have yeah. them stick around. So what's coming up new for their hardware and their games? Because as far as um, I'm concerned with Sony, you telling me that Horizons uh, Horizons Forbidden West is gonna be on PlayStation Four? My PlayStation Four ain't broke. I'll play it on there. We gonna be skyrocketing, but we gonna play them games. When you put out a hardware, uh, a hardware of a PlayStation Five, and not 
and have games that are accessible through PlayStation 4, you're actually doing the same thing that Xbox did, but got ridiculed for it. But that's another day. Um, they gotta get, you gotta, you gotta engage with me. And I just feel like as Sony, as a company, they feel like either they're too small and they don't feel like engagement is enough, or they feel like they're too big and their engagement it's is just it's right. necessary. Just yeah, yeah. 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 Gotcha. I'm sorry, I'm talking too much. Sharice, what what you feel about it? Oh no, I was a just listening. She's been no, yeah. pouring all time. Like I was handling chat and I was over here giggling at y'all. Yeah. Um, y'all over here talking about everything, but y'all miss one. That's the Square Enix show. Um, oh Enix. yeah, yeah. I mean, Captain. Uh, oh, I'll yeah. tell you this. I didn't miss it. I didn't miss oh. it. <laughs> you ain't wrong. You're not wrong at all. Ooh. Like. Guardians of the Galaxy. Why I want to play with everybody but our Lord. I know. Um, I have a question for you about that. Oh my gosh. I have a question for Sharice about that. Go ahead. Um, is Guardian of the Galaxy game going to be like a Marvel's Avenger that type of format? First it's of all, single player game. The Marvel's Avengers. It's a single player game. Guardians, okay. So it's not multiplayer. So that's already a plus. Already. Okay. It's not made I'm, by Crystal um, Dynamics either. It's not made by Crystal correct. Dynamics. Okay. And you that's can't a, play as other characters. characters. I thought this was DLC. So it is. No, 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 no. It's a brand new game. And the thing is, yeah. too, you can only play a Star Lord. Yep. And which is insane because you think really? about it. Right. You can think about yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the plethora. That's the perfect opportunity to play multiplayer or co op. Yes, because I, yeah. I want to play as Gomora or the or the what's the brand name? Drex. Yeah, Drex. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. like, come yeah, on, they perfect opportunity to play multi know. multiplayer. It's so. interesting. We gonna like I'm gonna buy it anyway because I'm a Marvel fan and I like have no See? Self, um <laughs> what you call patience self control anyway <laughs> self control. I don't have things, but I'm gonna buy it anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm not like like his move sets are all the same. Oh. Just jumping and shooting, jumping and shooting, jumping and shooting. That like it was all. Yeah, and then I you can know. like tag your your teammate and they'll do something cool. But again, right. you're just jumping and shooting, jumping and shooting. Yeah, I did um, see that part where he's able to basically say Drax do this. Good morning. Yes. Yeah. And it's like so your choices somewhat matter. So that's also I like that part of it also. Um, but then they did show something of Marvel Avengers. I was disappointed that it was not coming to Game Pass because it needs to come to Game Pass so bad. But we are getting our um, Wakanda expansion later on this summer. Mm -hmm. So that looked awesome. So mm -hmm. I was happy about that. I don't know. I feel, I, I don't know. I still get such a cash grab feel from the Vinny I game. do too. I was yeah, going to say that, but is. I didn't want to. I but I it is to like it now, now, like I have not spent any microtransactions on mm -hmm. the game and I refuse to. The only thing they have is for the costumes. It'd be a different okay. story if the costumes were pretty. Like they just started doing comic inspired costumes. Mm -hmm. Everything else is basically a recolor of something else. And I don't like recolors. If you're going to give me, if I'm going to pay $10 for a costume, I want it to be unique. I want it to be yeah. something that I can like, look at this right here. This is fly. Let me pop my collar real quick. Not just a recolor of the same costume I got at the beginning of the game that was free. Um, yeah, so they just started um, putting better costumes in the game, but that's the like, only sure, way they're making money. Like, to be honest, Sharice, like, you're the only one that I know that still play this game. Like, I, I, you know. I know, you know, I told you. I like, again, every so often they'll bring in new characters and I, they have a, little, I, uh, a story with the character and I'm a sucker for a good story. The story in this game is on point. And like, right now they've actually moved away from the actual base story of the game. Yeah. And they're onto something else different. And so they're trying to find Nick Fury. Um, I, he's in, I, I'm not going to spoil it if anybody does decide to play this game. Um, but it's 
it's the story alone is you worth know what's like so good interesting? $30, 40 you know what's interesting about you saying all this you, you still deviated away away from the original topic which was the uh the uh Guardians of the Galaxy from Square Enix. Oh, because that it's like so you went cool. you pivoted directly into I mean because yeah. I don't want to play that, but I know I am. Uh you yeah. know what? Uh, speaking of Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, when I saw that trailer, um I'll be See? nice and just say it. See? Uh, <laughs> It doesn't even look as good as the Avengers game to me. See, like, it's, different it's, it looks, teams. it's two different teams. It's two different teams. Yeah, but it it looks um, kind of like it has a lot of jank in it. Like yeah. I, I'm just noticing in the animations I mean, I and stuff. It's I don't know. Yeah. I, I, and, and plus, you're playing the most bland character out of all of the Guardians, in my opinion. That part. And then I, like, I think it was an early build also because the monsters like were just dry raw. toast. My boy. Like, like why would you toast. not? Why would you not want to play? Man, I'd rather play as Groot than freaking Star Lord. <laughs> right? At least you got wow. a more, you know, you got uh, more of a move set there. You've got variety of different things you can do. With Star Lord, you're just right. shooting and jumping. Like, that's that all you're it. doing. That was it. Like, I mean, you're, oh, you fly occasionally too. You will fly. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't like the way the characters look. I wish they took on a more look of, you know, I hate to say it, but maybe more like the actors in the movie but i know it, i don't care for the look of these people uh, yeah i do like the way gamora looks um but they are more close I, to the comics though y'all come on yeah the, yeah i don't think that's no, they're not true. in the comic they're not that's they're not, not either that's not, oh, no. no they no. like you could tell that they couldn't make them look like the actors so they like just change certain things so that it didn't look like the actors enough and they wouldn't have to pay the actors that's weird. Like, it's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, because to me, though. like, Who I think? look at, um, what's what's his name? The guy with the knives? Um, Drex. 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 He looks more like Kratos or something. He yeah, just doesn't yeah. look right. Yeah, in the game. Yeah, yeah it's not a, wow. yeah, this, I'm hoping this game is early and has a lot more development to go. Did they, like, they announce a release date? Not this year. I don't think so. Okay. Unless if they did, so, I must have missed it while I was crying in my sleep. So they may have some um, more time. Like they may have some more time. They can, you know, let it cook in the oven a little bit longer. And... Looks like it needs a lot more time. And I'm gonna oh, speed this up I'm a little live. bit. I'm gonna speed this up a little bit because we've been, you know, going yeah, yeah. now. But uh, yeah. yeah, Capcom. Who Capcom? Y'all got your three IPs that y'all hold oh. on. To. And I don't know why y'all went backwards with Monster Hunter World, but I don't know. What, what yeah, are they doing? I would have loved to have seen an update from Monster Hunter World, uh, but we like didn't get the, one, so. Yeah. Well, they went backwards. They're like, I know y'all love that Monster Hunter World, but apparently we can't fix it, so mm. <laughs> we're going to go this way. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, but yeah, what, were, what were your top five? Top five games that you saw at E3 overall, not just Xbox, but overall that you were like, I got to play that. Okay. Uh, and we'll go... Can I go first? Can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. So for me, Metroid Dread, for sure. Oh my God, day one. Um, Halo, Halo uh, looks amazing multiplayer, and I'm, of course I'm super excited about the campaign. For which Horizon. that was in engine, y'all. That wasn't gameplay, like in game on the console. That was in engine. Go ahead. Forza Horizon Five for sure by far. Um, Atomic Heart and. Let's see, is that, where am I, I'm, where am I at, four? I'm at four yet? I think I it's think four. Three. That's, yeah, that's, four? Maybe, maybe it's three, but um, Psychonauts 2. I can't wait for Psychonauts 2. Um, 
and one more, one more. Out of everything that I've seen. Um, out of everything I've seen, Plague Tale Requiem. Yeah, Plague Tale Requiem. All right, lady, go ahead. What were yours? Um, uh, Redfall. Mm. Um, the Pit Expedition. Um, out of Worlds Two. Party Animals. <laughs> Dungeon and Dragon. Was it Dark Alliance? Dark Alliance, yeah, baby. Dark Alliance. Yeah, that one. Game Pass Two. That's next week, right? Yeah, that's next yep. week. Yeah. Or this week. It's already pre-installed. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. yeah, I got that pre-installed wow. as well. Scarlet mm-hmm. Nexus, even though yeah, it was it had they had the E3 show, so Scarlet Nexus. That'd be my my uh honorable mention. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. That's it. I said five, right? Oh, you said like three. Yeah. No, no, it was four. Go ahead. No, it's just like Redfall. Redfall. The Pit Expedition, oh, Outer Worlds, Outer Worlds, and then um, I picked the, the Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I got one more. Um, I don't have to say. Did I say Forza? Because it's Forza two, Forza five. Yeah, that's nice. No, you had the animal game with the blobs. The blob party animals. animals. Party, party animals. There yeah. so you Okay, there so you go. she said yeah, six. So she said five. six. So everybody get uh, get an honorable mention then. Next You got mine. You got mine. Uh, that's what, those are my choices. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you, Cherise? Um. Oh my God. Of course, Halo. Yeah. No, okay. no, no. Of course, Halo. Cause All it's right. Halo. All right. Um. And let's see. Forza, cause I'm playing that with my daughter. Um. Of course, Marvel's uh, Avengers. So I get a DLC. Oh my God, yeah. I'm going, mm, y'all. Just, I can't. I can't believe you just like talking about it. But you still I'm like, gonna talk, you know <laughs> I'm gonna talk mad shit about it. But oh, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna <laughs> play right. it. Go ahead. Um, um, let me see what else. What else? What else? Redfall. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, Left for Dead. Because I know it's gonna be hella fun. Be back for blood. Up. Back from back blood. blood. See? <laughs> See? My bad. I was I, playing I keep doing the same thing. With y'all. It's going to be so much fun playing with y'all. So yeah. that's like, that's my okay. party game. All okay. right, Fonz, what about you? All right. So I'm going to go with the uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks great. Uh, going to go with Stalker 2. Stalker 2. <laughs> man, I oh, cannot man. wait for that game. Uh, I'm looking at uh, Outer Worlds 2. That's another one. So uh, that's three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, three. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and say Redfall as well. Redfall's looking, you know, even though we didn't see gameplay, it looks really good. Yeah, the and the studio is, yeah. really the studio it. got a good track record too. So they got a real yeah. report. And yeah. The acting and everything that we saw in that trailer looked really good. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, I'm in. And then I would have to go with Far Cry 6. I'm excited to play that game. Like, I like yeah. the goofiness of the Far Cry series and how you can take weapons, yep. mix and match things, you know, yeah. shoot CDs at people and stuff. I like that kind of goofiness in yeah. shooters. And so. the villain. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh Giancarlo yeah. Esposito, mm-hmm. amazing actor. I cannot wait to uh, see. You know, they've always had the best villains, Far yes. Cry. Yes. And so this is just, you know, a, a, another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Can't so wait. for me, it's the same Far Cry. 
Uh, it's almost the same as Fonz, but Far Cry 6, I'm looking forward to that. Y'all know I've been playing Far Cry. I think I've like brought so many people into playing Far Cry. So there's that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, then I have uh, Redfall because, oh my God, the girl just looks gorgeous. I mean, she gives me life. I mean, that was just like yeah. amazing to see. With, with I think that was like hair. the first time <laughs> I could see. Besides that one, uh, which we never saw the light of day again from Ubisoft. Um, why well, I can't don't remember even that mention game. it. Don't even mention don't, it. Don't, yeah, yeah. Just don't even, <laughs> yeah. don't even don't. Right. Like don't we, even we got it at E3 and then it was like, oh. never again. <laughs> never again never saw again. that game. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Starfield because that just looks like epicness on another level. Um, then um, the Outer Worlds 2. Um, the Outer Worlds 1 was pretty fun. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And then. Uh, guess halo you guess yes that yo what you mean by the way uh, i want to clarify something about halo because uh, i i've I've talked to people you're right some of it is an engine but the Mm -hmm. main parts where you see the uh, first person aspect that is gameplay like yes so so the parts were showing from a distance like they're showing around and everything Mm -hmm. when you're shooting like yeah yeah, that's in-engine stuff but that is the way it's going to look okay so yeah. very excited for halo i just re- remember once they went to uh uh multiplayer you got that little disclaimer down at the bottom yeah. that said this is in engine so yeah uh, it's it's it the the physics are incredible like that, that that new engine is it was the way to go Man. i mean because i'll yeah. be playing it that's the thing that's why i was like i guess halo because it's one of those games that i know i'm going to be playing like i don't know if yeah. i'm necessarily like looking forward to it as much but i'm going to be playing it playing it so i guess it's kind of a tie between that and uh forza horizon 5. are you big on the campaign for halo at all yeah like i'll be playing the campaign first yeah multiplayer campaign yeah multiplayer yeah but i know that i'll be playing multiplayer people i know that stitch stitch has already said in our chat that we all have to have multiplayer (laughs) game night you know yeah yeah it's a wrap yeah but all right so that was a healthy hour and a half discussion i think from uh us in our glorious panel um typically we do a couple questions Therese, if you want to just get three questions since we're already over the hour and a half we have some already in the chat but they're for rangy four and as much as i love rangy four hey we got a guest today so we got company we got company today you got to act correct so go ahead and post your uh Questions, put questions, vote letters, and quit. Oh, so all the questions we have are from Rain. Just yes, him and the other Zeke, and <laughs> no. they're all yeah. And him and other Zeke will be <laughs> like yes. So yeah. well, <laughs> I, I have um, one tidbit while people get their questions in. Um, the show Lupin has the second season is out on Netflix. Oh yeah, okay, okay, yes. Yeah. So that's that's my one tidbit. So if you have questions, if oh, not, and Luca came out and it is so cute on Disney Plus. So okay. I heard that one of my your fam, you know, yeah, one of my really patrons was telling me about it. She said, she said it was the cutest thing ever with the sea monsters. There, yeah, um, yeah she loved it. Okay. And the way they do the transformation, like, just from an art style, was like super cool. The way they did that, so I thought that was, you know, it was super cute. I don't know if you ever saw the short La Luna, but it seems like the same people that did that short were basically given the green light to make a movie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Nice. All right, and this is for me. I got one tidbit. This is week four of me mentioning uh, startup on Netflix. Y'all check that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I'm mad. Uh, You're like, this is week four. <laughs> what our t- t- TBS are like, if you watch anything on TV, any books that we read yeah. that we want to give a shout out. Share so we comics the French yeah. Laundry Cookbook. The French Laundry Ooh. Cookbook. What is this? $8,000 a plate. Ah. Okay. French Laundry uh, Okay. French a man Laundry and Cookbook. his cat. Yeah. Eight. Look at that question in the chat. I know, hey, right? back. I know. I'm waiting. So, uh, okay. Swans, go ahead and give me, if you have any tidbit, go ahead and tell the people, then we'll go to this question. Wow. I got uh, a question from Kay Johnson a good one. before that one. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll ask that one too then. Um, so, all right. Kay Johnson, are you guys associated? I'm assuming that's with Black Girls Gamer. We are technically not, but if you can introduce us, hey, tell them to jump in our DMs. We'll see what we work out, you know? Yeah. You know, we're we can to working we can. with everybody. We want to elevate everyone. There's enough space for yes. everyone. Yes. 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 So, I, hey. You know, I always tweet out your guys' show. Thank I, you I really for that. Stand behind we it. Appreciate it. And, and honestly, like, I I think that this was the most fun I've had on a show in a while. Um, and I'm not digging on other shows. But you, you girls, like, you just talk games and stuff. Like, there's no weird, silly stuff that <laughs> yeah. you know, gets involved. Like, yeah, I love we, that. Yeah, I mean, literally, I try to tell people because we have had guys that were like, "Oh, I thought the show was like just for women," and I'm like, "Well, no." I mean, no. we're not yeah, talking about like. Not. Okay, we're not. You, you you are called grown women gaming, but at the same time, you're gamers. Period. That's right. Yeah. Facts. And, and yes. I played with some of you, and they're incredible gamers. Let me tell you, <laughs> you, you get on the battlefield. With L Boogie and Infamous, they're gonna carry oh, yeah. some of these dudes. But they don't want to hear they, they, they don't want to hear us. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you that. They don't want to hear us though. Yeah, and, I, and it's not like we don't know what we're talking about. It's literally oh, you do. four women who you have do. been around gaming forever and we just mm-hmm. talking about the thing we love. Period. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Abacab question. How do you feel about Pete Hines having to apologize for Starfield being exclusive? I don't think he should uh, yeah, have. Like, when, I don't think he should have. Have we ever gotten an apology for a game not being on Xbox? I know, Bayonetta oh. 2. Oh, that's not top Street Fighter 5. Okay. No. Right? Oof. So this was a point of contention in Rand's podcast yesterday because the yeah. whole panel was against what I had said. And mm-hmm. basically, I view it like this. Do I think Pete, Pete Hines was being nice? Yes. yes. Do I think he was trying to just be sincere? Yes. Do I think he gave the wrong answer? Wholeheartedly, Yes. yes. I don't think you should ever apologize for something you didn't do wrong for. Like right. that just implicates yourself uh, in, in a certain way. Exactly. Um, when you say, I am sorry, it makes you seem like you did something wrong. And you right. just, and look, you were acquired by Xbox. I think as an executive, you should have um, a, a script to go off in, in cases right. like this. And I, I, he probably got a talking to who knows oh, yeah. behind the scenes, but when at the end, because people were saying, oh, that was taken out of context. Just watch what he said. Watch the interview and you'll feel differently about it. I watched it and I don't feel differently about it because yeah. at the end of the apology, he says, there's nothing I can do about it. Right. What do you mean? Why, why would you end it on there's nothing I could do yeah. about it? Because that that implicates that, you know, it's Xbox that wants it. I don't want it to be, you right. know, not on PlayStation. Right. My that is not the right way to. Yeah. yeah. So What's I think the best way he could have handled it was just say something like, you know, um, uh, we've had a long history with Xbox. We've been, you know, they've they've helped out with us. We've helped out with them for many years. We've had mm-hmm. a long history, and that's where our games are at now. Like, period. That's right. it. There's no right. reason to say I'm sorry. You guys don't get to play it because they do get to play it. All right. they got to do is buy an Xbox, yes. PC, or XCloud right. later on. Right. Game Pass, and, I mean, baby. XCloud, game Pass. Even if you don't have money or rig, even if you don't have money, yep. 
for an Xbox. There is xCloud out there for you as a cheaper introductory, introductory price point where most you can afford that. If you're playing mm-hmm. games, you can afford xCloud because that's Chipotle one night. Yep. <laughs> Don't go to Chipotle. Yep. Or a Starbucks I mean, coffee. Right. Yeah. I was gonna say he tried to clarify it a little bit on Twitter, but I think by that point, it was all bad. And it, yeah. it's, it's unfortunate that you know the me. It's like that only way that question comes about if the media asks him about it. Exclusivity mm-hmm. has already been clarified, already been said multiple times. So why is the media still right. digging on that question? Like that, I blame them. They probably to me they get yeah. partial, well, they if not equal blame. War because that's how they get clicks. That's how they get traffic and they're able to say look we have this many people come to our website so yeah. we can advertise here that's how they make their money thank you and for they- saying that delilah because that's very true like when has the journalist or any journalist said ask sony hey why is insomniac where's, games exactly. not on where's street fighter 5 exactly. i want to play street fighter 5 on, on xbox yeah I mean, nobody nobody's asking you know anybody <laughs> else that but it was asked of pete hines and i just think there was a different way to handle that as an executive outside of that though i think he meant well but it's going to come across a certain way to certain people and they're going to run with it. And yeah, it's not a good look. So. Yeah. All right. Are we going to take this last one from Abacab? Yeah, we'll take that. Ma'am. How about the news that Xbox is selling in Japan? Mostly the series S. Yeah. Great price point. Nice console size. There's a lot of reasons as to why. And I I think, I think it's only just the beginning because I mean, you all, you all already mentioned X cloud (laughs) is, I mean, it's like you said it's for everybody it's literally for everybody i mean you can only imagine microsoft already mentioned that you know tvs and all kind of stuff you know you can only imagine doing this in the browser kind of like what stadia mm-hmm. does i right. mean it's just it's i mean do you, there's I mean, game go ahead, go ahead. sorry i was gonna, I, I keep I was gonna say i was gonna say that i mean for they, you, people are complaining now but once and later on, they figure out there's ways for them to even play these games without even having an Xbox. It's going to be a different right. story. It's like everybody yeah. can eat. Everybody can eat. Everybody going to be able to eat. So just. Mm-hmm. I think for the Japanese market, it was probably the best for the Xbox Series S, like you said, because of price point. And then with Game Pass, you're just allowing these people to get into the space. Because you already know that they're more of a mobile game type of a space. So yep. Game Pass kind of gives them that mobile game feel where you're able to get a lot for a little you know so it really just opens the door for them i think that um it's perfect i mean they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna sell now i don't know if you're gonna get a lot of those people getting series x's but you get a lot of bang for your buck with the series S. oh so. yeah man yes yeah Locked. and it's so have I, you, I mean I, do you have a series x you have a series x right Fox. Yeah, I do. I have an X. So, have you seen yeah. the S though? Have you held one? And I've at seen one? how small it is, it's not in person, but, small. but yeah. just seeing it. Somebody put a switch on top of it on yep. Twitter, and I was like, yep. "Oh it's man, the same it is length, that it's the same small? length, same length as a switch." Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah I'm definitely yeah, going to get small. one for my son though, because I gave him my one X, but uh, he definitely needs to upgrade to the Series okay. S. Yeah, uh, definitely pick that up as well. But uh, one thing I want to add to this question is that Game Pass is that's that's the key really mm-hmm. is the fact that game pass is appealing to a wider audience uh japan i mean obviously they're taking to it as well i think game pass is going to be the real game changer in the industry going forward yeah uh, a lot of people hate when i speak on it on the other side anyway but mm-hmm. it's that's something that i really believe in anything like it as know? a consumer i'm all about that value and i'm a cheap bastard okay so <laughs> I'll, I'll admit. 
Um, I hey, got we like kids. a sale. The thing is, I got kids and I got to buy, you know, even though I game right. share with my son, I can't game share with my daughter as well, you know? And, right. And, and the thing is, is like, I got to buy an extra copy of games too sometimes. Yeah. So Game Pass is just an amazing value. Same like, here. Yeah. The you fact know, that my kids can play, you know, hundreds of games on there, I can dabble in some of these games. I may, you know, a lot of these games I've tried on Game Pass, I don't really stick with because maybe they just don't appeal to me. But mm -hmm. that's the beauty of Game Pass. I can move on to something else. Right. Like it's like renting a game without wallet. having to leave yeah. your house. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. who doesn't want that? Like it's amazing to me how, how how awesome Game Pass is and how many games are actually there, how many different genres. And I, I, it's a real game changer. It really yeah. is. I know for me, when I think about Game Pass, it's like the fact that that whole syncing your progress is so, mm -hmm. it's the coolest thing ever. Because I can play, I play it on my series, um, series X, you know, I'm playing the game or whatever. And then I can take my tablet and go in the bedroom. And my progress is just picks up immediately where I left off my game save, my where I'm at in the game. Like it just, it's just syncs and then boom, I'm right in mm -hmm. the game. It's, it's, yeah, it's a game changer for real. Yeah, like, it, it definitely it, is. It always sounds like people yeah. gushing over it, but it's really like that. <laughs> it's yeah. really like yeah. that. Once you get and, it, and you're you said spoiled, L Boogie, right? mm -hmm. L Boogie said it yes. best. You know, they don't. A lot of people who naysay it don't have it on their preference. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, their console preference. Like mm -hmm. the, sure. there's there is something similar on PlayStation, but no mm -hmm. no day and date. And right. honestly, the quality of games um, that are more recent just isn't yeah. there on that service. Yeah. And, and and it needs to be. Like if they adapt this and, and I think in the future years down the line, they may adopt this type of service and may do it with their PS now. And when they do, I'm, I'm all in. Right. Definitely gonna right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we're in a live service world right now. Like everybody's got Netflix, Hulu, all this kind of stuff. Like, man, why I, not I, do it with games? I remember complaining, you know, when they had the whole media switch with, with CDs and stuff. Cause I was a big proponent of, buying my CDs and having physical Me media. And so I remember Me complaining, too. like, I don't want to digitally watch it. And now it's, I can't imagine doing it, doing it any other way because it syncs with my car instantly. It, yeah. You know, yep. it's just, everything's just there. Like, it, Delilah, I did that with Game Pass. When I heard about Game Pass, I was telling people, no, this is like an indoctrination into like <laughs> yeah. all digital gaming and physical games are going away. And, and like, I was so against it. And then when I actually got it into my hands and saw, wait a minute, me and my son could play these games for ten dollars a month. All these games, yep, oh, together I'm all in. too. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. it's it's crazy the the value. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Well, I think that was all the questions. Stitch, when I answer the questions. questions. Nah, I'm say Stitch. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, that's it. That's all the questions. Nah, we not answering that. We not answering. Nah, you right. had plenty of time to answer. You put, right. you put your question in Stitch. He did. Stitch. He had another question, but it was petty too. So okay, Stitch like trolling us, by the way, Fonz. Right. No, he like trolling us. So <laughs> nah. don't, yeah. don't worry about that question. Don't worry about that question. But I want to thank. Uh, you know what? I'll, yeah, I'll say maybe, maybe. Not day one. Good question. Yeah. Not day one. You know, the reason why is, look, they would never answer that at E3. That's something that they would only answer like a week before it drops. Kind of like what they yep. did with Outriders. Mm -hmm. Because they want their pre-sales too. EA, right. come on. Yep. But it could happen, but we'll have to see. They're not getting that pre-sale from me because no neither. <laughs> I'm right, praying well. it goes to Game Pass. Seriously, I'm praying it goes me to too. Game Pass. Me too. 
Okay, so thank you to everybody who came out uh, this awesome. uh, Saturday to yes. listen to us awesome. gab about gaming. Thank you so much for Fonz for coming through. We really appreciate thank it. Mm -hmm. And for everybody listening, if you didn't know, today is Juneteenth. All right. If you don't know anything about it, please look it up so you can see what the day actually represents and why we still celebrate it. Even myself didn't know anything about Juneteenth five years ago because they didn't teach us about it in school. So please take the time out to research. And if you have questions, my DMs are open. Okay. All right. That's it. I love everybody. Thanks for everybody coming through. Y'all can find me on Twitter, YouTube, all that good stuff. Everything is LBO208. Fonz, let the people know where they can find you. Fonz Arelli Gaming right here on YouTube. Uh, yeah, check out uh, my channel. I do a, a video a week, plus I do my show every Sunday at 1 p.m. Uh, <laughs> Pacific Standard Time. And uh, of course, that's uh, Games Talk Live. Right here's my little logo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I talk with people uh, in the community or in the industry hopefully uh, i'm trying to work on that because it's it's more of a i want it to be a professional format right. not really i don't curse on there don't do any crazy things but if you like a nostalgic vibe and you know just a relaxed pacing uh, paced show an hour long only uh check it out that's every sunday so oh and i'm also now i'm on different podcast platforms as well so you can find okay. me on Google Podcasts. Oh, cool. You can find me awesome. on Spotify. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm out there now. Yeah. Uh, trying to get uh, into the Apple Podcast, but they're taking their time to approve me. So. <laughs> yeah. You still do RDX too, right? Yeah, I still do RDX every Tuesday with Dealer Gaming on his channel. Um, that's going great. You know, they a lot of people that are here probably know about it. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah <laughs> other Zinc, all these guys have been there. So yeah, yeah. All right, lady, let people know where they can find you. Um, you guys are uh, much love to everybody that came through chat. Y'all been on your best behavior as always. The, the <laughs> panel, thank you so much for being who you are. And Jay Bonds, thank you for taking the time out to come kick it with us on your Saturday morning. I know that you are a busy, busy, busy man. You know but... what? I would do it again. Seriously, oh. this is a oh, better time oh. than I've than I expected. Honestly, <laughs> I knew I would like it with you, you girls, because uh, Delilah. Uh, infamous, I already know you, El Boogie. I, you know, we've played together once. Um, but uh, seriously, you girls are, are amazing at what you do here. Uh, just keep it up and uh, I'll keep retweeting. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you can check me out on Twitch, uh, lady underscore infamous 415. Uh, next week, we will be doing some Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we're going to do some Call of Duty 2 for the Call of Duty challenge. And today, a little bit later, we're going to go hijack 24-7. And um, <laughs> you can also check me at my side piece on Twitter, Lady Infamous 415. And thank you for <laughs> hanging with us. And you guys have a wonderful weekend. All right. And Sharice. All right, everybody. It's your girl Sharice here. I want to say thank you to our awesome guests. It was awesome listening to the conversation. It was nice. It was very good. Um, thank you to our chat for being good today. You know, y'all... Y'all so -so. be good when we have company. So -so. Um, yes, yeah, <laughs> check me out on Twitter. Check me out on Twitch. I'm always lurking in somebody's chat. Um, make sure to get everybody wash your hands, wear your mask if you're still in some kind of quarantine. Because again, we're trying to have a hot girl summer. We want everybody to have fun this summer. So yes, please be nice to each other and get those wins this weekend. All right. And Miss Delilah. 
Yes, you all know you can follow me on Twitter, Delilah underscore HD. Thanks, everyone, for rocking out with us. Thank you, Fonz, for coming on to the show. We appreciate that. And also, every retweet, thank you. We appreciate that as well. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch y'all next week. So, right here on GWG. Awesome. All right. Thanks, folks.